Hello, beautiful someone. Welcome to another episode of Unspoken with Chrisley, where we have totally inappropriate conversations for totally inappropriate people. I echo the solution than the problem, so stay tuned. Last week, we did have a beautiful time where we were concluding the series Sex Drives and Jesus, episode 3, part 3, which was the last one, and I had a great time. We talked about extramarital activities. I hope you have listened to them. If you haven't listened to the episodes or the series Sex Drives and Jesus, I would commend that you actually listen. Anyway, so today we're dealing with negative emotions. (laughs) what is providing for your sadness what's providing for your anger or your hatred what is your emotional resource what is paying for your emotions I mean emotional resource what is paying for your emotions You know, we are feeding from the most toxic things. We run to the most toxic things. Talk about depressing mixes on Spotify or YouTube, which I also am a victim. I run to that. Media has practically provided for everything. It is provided for our sadness today. It's provided for our anxiety issues. There's there's something for something. You know what I mean? There's, there's something, there is something for an emotion. You know what I mean? There is a song for every emotion you're feeling, whether it's positive or negative, And that is what we're actually going to be talking about today. So I hope you get your pens. I hope you get your paper because we are going right into it today. It is not desirable that emotions supersede decision-making ability. But in most cases, the thing is, this is the case. (laughs) Emotions are neither good or bad. Even good or positive emotions such as elations. Um, Elations is basically something good something exciting, something that's positive, yeah, can have negative consequences while emotions such as sorrow can have best um, beneficial outcomes. So um, I'll give an example of a breakup, a breakup, divorce, grief, mistakes, okay? When you make a mistake, you learn from that mistake. Yeah, um, the mistake is negative, but you know what I mean. You've learned from that. Um, talking about a breakup, you get to know that this person or this person was not really um, good for you. Um, example of toxic friendships. When you have a toxic friendship or a relationship with somebody, that is negative, but at the same time, it has positive results or consequences. So you tend to be like, you won't make 
a mistake of ending up with such a person or you tend to think back on certain decisions that you made in that friendship and what made it toxic so we're not talking about um toxic friendships or toxic relationships that is a topic on its own but i just wanted to echo that emotions both negative and positive are neither bad or good so um all these things all right they all have a special role in securing restoration and repentance so when you have negative emotions negative emotions are good and they're bad at the same time so um it is important that we are able to strike a balance so it's about a balance okay on how we play our emotions they should not supersede your ability to make decisions at the same time they should influence your ability to make them I'll say that again in case it missed you. Our emotions should not in terms of the negative emotions. The negative emotions should not supersede and to supersede means it shouldn't control, all right? So it shouldn't control your ability. It should not be above your ability to make decisions. Well, at the same time we're saying that these negative emotions should influence your ability to make decisions. Hmm. Be like your Chrisley, you're confusing me. <laughs> anyway, like, this is just the start. You 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 will get it as we go. Decisions should not be made from a cold place. Um decisions should not be made from a dark place. Neither should they be made from a numb place. So that is what we mean when I say you should be able to strike a balance. Don't make decisions based on your negative emotions. At the same time, those negative emotions should influence the way you make your ability to actually make decisions. So you must be balanced. It is important to have negative emotions. At the same time, it's also important to have um positive but don't be numb it shouldn't come from a numb place okay and i'm going to explain all that so negative emotions are necessary because they have positive connotations for example it is okay to be angry about certain things and we see that scripturally all right we see today we're really going to be going into the scriptures guys yeah yeah we're going to be reading a lot of verses but i won't be reading them for you just take them down if you want if you don't want and that's also up to you um so ephesians 4:6 all right so in ephesians 4:6 we are told that it is okay to be angry okay i think this one let me just read it for the sake of others in case i'm just misinterpreted or taken off god so the bible says be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath i think this is one of the justifying scriptures that a lot of christians and non believers use against each other but the bible simply has put in so there's so many scriptures today about anger that the bible has said it's okay to be angry but sin not so if you're disrespected 
if someone is being disrespected, if someone is being insulted, if someone has been insulted, if someone has been degraded, let's say, for example, um, the first lady, let's talk about the first lady, um, our former first lady, when she was crying, I'm appealing, what, what. Yeah, the truth of the matter is we did laugh about that. And the truth of the matter is it did reach a certain extent of mockery. All right. So I wouldn't blame a person who would be angry. Okay. Who would be angry at us, the young people who were, because I was part of it as well. I, I was laughing at that meme or whatever, you know, there were remix, the sister Bettina with, with, um, you know, I'm a villain, you know, that was funny, but to some extent, you know what I mean? What media does, there was, a, there was a sense of disrespect to that because she was the first lady. Right. So I wouldn't blame people that hated what was happening. All right. So it's okay to be angry about such things. Disrespect. When you see someone degrading another person, right? It's when you are angry at that, it's okay. You can be angry. But the Bible says, sin not and let the sun not go. Don't 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 let that lead you to sin and we're going to see exactly what having emotions or harboring emotions such as anger can do to your inner being and what it can lead so the bible says it's okay to be angry but the bible and makes us understand that there's sit there is a certain thing that anger leads you to do and that's what we're going to be talking about so i'm sure you're asking okay what did um for example solomon has indicated that there is a time to hate and this is in ecclesiastes 3 verse 8 i i i I have serious issues pronouncing ecclesiastes honestly like ecclesiastes ecclesiastes anyway so he's in that it says there is a time to hate so i'm sure most of you are asking what did solomon mean there is a time to hate does God allow me to hate? Does that mean God allows me to hate? Well, um, I'm going to be quoting something from the Penguin Dictionary of Psychology. This was interesting, guys. The Penguin dis- dis- um, Dictionary of Psychology. Interesting. So they define hate. This Penguin Dictionary of Psychology defines the word hate, and I'm going to put it out there. So it defines hate as having a deep, intense emotion expressing animosity anger and hostility towards someone a group or an object yeah so the bible throughout the bible we are commanded to hate what is evil and love what is good i feel the issue i feel the issue here is really um that we as human beings fail is differentiating what is evil from what is good Okay, you know, sometimes you can find that you're actually hating what is good (laughs) and loving what is evil. So really, I think it's I think the question really is what is evil and what is good? How does one differentiate what is evil from what is good? You know what I mean? I'm going to read something very interesting here um, by Ron Mahler. Mahler, Mahler, like M-A-H-L-E-R. So this guy, he brings out something very interesting and he says, um, God never wants our feelings towards someone or people, even if they're not exactly our favorite people to be a hate commodity, commodity. All right. So this hatred the Bible talks about really is not the hate that we 
think about today. All right. It's, it's, it's really something. If you detest something, then you hate it. So God has really not told us to hate people. And I'm going to show that I'm going to, I'm honestly going to show you how God does not want us to hate people. In fact, he wants you to love that very person that you hate because that's what he does. And I feel like him being God, he's just basically, he's just basically looking out for you and me. He's like, okay, you know what? The way I deal with this is that I actually love the person. I don't hate them. Because trust me, if I did, I think three quarters of you would die. Like if anything, there wouldn't even be an earth if I was to hate the people that I actually hate. All right? And I'm going to show you exactly how that. So amidst of all this, yet the scripture does permit us to hate. And the Bible in Ecclesiastes 3, you see what I was saying? Ecclesiastes 3.8 tells us that there is a time to hate. So the question should be, what are we permitted to hate? And when are we to hate? And when are we to hate it? All right. So it's easy to hate human trafficking, but it's not as easy to not hate the trafficker. And I want you to pay particular attention to what I'm saying right now. It's easy to hate rape, but it is not as easy to not hate the rapist. I'm going somewhere, y'all. I'm going somewhere. It's easy to hate prostitution, drugs, porn, alcohol, rap music, the LGBT community, violence, those that are destroying the lives and culture of others. But it's not as easy to love those who inflict and infect others with a vileness of their own bondage. So, oh, I'm trying to say here is really is that it's it's easy to hate some someone's behavior, but it's also not easy to love the person who has done that behavior. So you hate gossip, right? You hate gossip, like we all hate gossip. Like I hate liars. I hate liars, but it's, it's, I hate lying, like just the nature of lying itself. Like I don't get it, but it's not also easy to not hate the liar. <laughs> so it's not also easy to not hate the person that is actually gossiping about you, spreading rumors. It's not easy to love them. And we are admitting that to God. We're saying, God, we it's not easy for me. Yes, yes, I hate this bad thing called gossip, but I I also don't like, I also hate the person gossiping about me, okay? So God is often very good, and I want you to see how God deals with this, okay? So we're talking about negative emotions, and now we're on hatred. So I want you to see how God handles his hatred, God is an emotional being. Let us not run away from the fact that God is an emotional being. And if you've been taught, I want to destroy your doctrine right here. If you've been taught that God does not feel, then you're so wrong. God is an emotional being. The fact that we have emotions means our father in heaven has them. God has never sinned. Okay. Like, okay. Sin is beneath him. Sin is beneath God. But feelings, he feels. So things like hatred, he feels hatred. God feels hatred. And I'm going to show you 
like okay we know about the past like how god handled his situations i feel like he was just an emotional tantrum back then like oh they're sinning they're not listening to me okay fine i'm gonna flood this earth and create a new because he could do it he was god but i feel like over the years god has because of jesus by the way because of his son he has developed a new way of doing things in terms of how he handles his emotion and i feel like jesus christ is is that um thermostat to god is like no dad no come on no like 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 your jesus i'm i mean i just look I mean, look at that look at that guy god dad come on no i am their high priest i'm on my knees every single day praying for that person you're too kind. Jesus, you you just too kind. Come on, God. You are their father. Look at me and see that person. See me in that person, please. And I think like that's what goes on in heaven. That's just my mind. That's just my mind. So, this is how God deals with it, okay? God is often very good to those who are not part of his kingdom and eternal blessings to those who are unrighteous and holy to those who are indifferent to his existence and who vehemently oppose him i'm talking about the solution how god deals with his hate look at jacob and esau esau i think god hated esau like god just didn't like what he did but didn't mean God never despised Esau for what he did. Never. In fact, it even looked like he loved him more. Okay? But that also didn't mean that J- God loved Jacob so much. And I feel like God felt bad for what happened between Jacob and Esau. If you if you really don't know what I'm talking about, this is found in the book of I think you can find it in Genesis, but you can also uh, reference what I'm saying in Malachi chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. Yes, you'll find it all there. So the story of Jacob is, I'm not going to start explaining that because I don't even have that time to explain that honestly. But what I'm saying is God didn't, God hated what Esau did. Okay. But what he did was he doesn't throw you to the curb. Um, those whom God hates, he often gives plenty things to. That's how God deals with his hate. Really. That's how he, he copes. Okay, that's his coping mechanism. He normally just gives more to those he hates. He blesses them. He 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 gives them abundance. No wonder we are able to look at sinners. We're able to look at unbelievers. We're able to look at people out there in the western world and you're like, "God, look at that person. They're so rich. They're so what?" That's his way of coping. Okay? To that person who who uses F F F F Pari Jesus Avika F Pari God Avika F F F F God what you will find that that person is actually doing very well actually you know they are healthy their lives are good um that's his way he's giving them more that's his way of coping that's his coping mechanism like i feel like we all have coping mechanism even god has a coping mechanism metaphorically speaking and that is the way he deals with it And this theory is gotten from Jonathan Edwards. I got this um from Jonathan Edwards. Yeah. So we simply have no choice. You and I, we have no choice but to not hate those who actually commit the sins. Even if the sinner grossly sins against you or me, the way you can deal with hate is 
not hate them at all, but love them. Difficult. And when it comes to your own sin, okay, I feel like you and I need to hear this. When it comes to our own sin, it's fine to hate what we do. It's fine to hate what grieves the heart of God. Hate what you're doing. Hate the fact that you're drinking. Hate the fact that you're having sex for grades. Hate the fact that you're having sex for money. Hate the fact that you are a sex addict. Hate the fact that you can't stop watching porn and can't stop masturbating. Hate the fact that you hate other people. Hate the fact that you can't control your anger issues. Hate the fact that you have so many issues and you, you, you tend to throw them on other people. Hate the fact that you have a bad attitude. Hate the fact that you insult other people. But then, it is neither right nor is it biblical to hate yourself for doing what you're doing. So do not hate yourself that you're a prostitute. Do not hate yourself for one second that you hate other people. Do not hate yourself for being a bad person sometimes. Do not hate yourself for being moody. Don't hate yourself for who you are and what you do. Okay? Because not even God hates you. God doesn't hate you for what you do. He doesn't. Like, bruv, I think he even loves you more. And don't hate yourself. I mean, because we are the ones who really offended God. <laughs> okay? So it, it really doesn't make sense that you're hating yourself when God doesn't even hate you. He loves you. When he is the one who's offended. You know what I mean? Okay. So other examples of um, positive negative emotions, <laughs> such as anger, which we've talked about. All right. So Jesus at the temple in Matthew 21, verse 12 to 13, Matthew 21, verse 12 to 13, Jesus at the temple. Okay, guys, like Jesus was upset. Like he wasn't even playing. You know what I mean? Like he was so angry that he started weeping the people there. That is, that is a positive negative emotion. Let's not um, refute the fact that anger is a negative emotion, but I, as I have said, it is a positive negative emotion. Like I've said, there is no good or bad. Okay. There's no good or bad definition. Um, negative emotions are neither good or bad. Like I've already stated. Okay. Because negative emotions are also important for you and me. So Jesus at the temple, he was, ang he was angry and he beat them up. He flipped the tables. He was like, what the hell is going on here? He was angry. So that's what the Bible says. It's okay to be angry. You know, it's okay. But what would, what would be bad is if Jesus went on hating them now. Be like, They were selling the temple. I'm not going to heal them. No, 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 no. He was upset for just that moment. He was angry for just that moment and went on with his life. Um, Moses at the mountain. This is Exodus 32, verse 19. So, why did he really break the tables, guys? Okay, like, for real. Why did Moses really break the stone tables? Like, why did he really break the Ten Commandments when he came back from the mountain? Remember, he was there for days, you know, probably he wasn't eating, but he was with God. And he was satisfied in that moment. But he goes back and finds these guys 
doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? I feel like he felt a certain way that he didn't think was negative, but to God it was. So, you know, God didn't like the fact that he broke the stone tables. Like God didn't even care about what those guys were doing. What, you know, that thing of God was like, but why? Like, why have you broken these things? You know, why have you broken that? And he's like, no, God, like, look, they were there. They're disrespecting your name. They're what? But he's like, Moses, come on, wake up. I don't really care about that. Like my stone tables. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes we tend to react a certain way where we feel like we are actually doing the right thing when in the actual sense is wrong. I'll give an example of um, Peter. You know, Peter thought he was actually having the right emotions, not knowing it was a negative emotion that he was actually trying to transfer to Jesus Christ. Remember, he was, he said, Jesus was out there saying, no, I'm going to die. I'm going to what? You know, I'm going to. And Peter was there. No, no, Jesus, don't say that. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. You can't die. And Jesus was there saying, no, 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 no. What is this? What are these emotions that he wants to bring in me? Peter thought he was having positive emotions towards that, not knowing that it was a negative emotion that he was trying to bring into Jesus because he was trying to make Jesus start thinking, but okay, yeah, I'm not supposed to die. Like, why should I die? Let's remember Jesus was a man. So he felt everything, including discouragement. It was possible that Jesus would have just thrown in the towel and say, ah, God, no, 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 I'm not doing this. Like, really, do you love me that you want to send me to the dogs? You know, it was so easy. And I feel like it was in that moment, if Jesus was not really, really rooted, trust me, I think he would have, he would have, he would have been like, hey, Monty Peter, yes, yes, Jesus. Like, honestly, you're not supposed to die. But Jesus said, what? Get behind me, Satan. Because he knew. So it is very important for us to, to, to be able to discern, okay, certain emotions that come from our friends, our family, sometimes are not the right emotions for us. It may seem to be positive, but it's not. So it's very important that we're able to discern. So for me, I get, I get angry when I see things like a dog being mistreated, a woman being dis- degraded, and people who look down on other people. I hate that. I hate that. I don't want, I don't like seeing a person kicking a dog, throwing a stone to dogs. I get angry. And in many times, you know, you find you get angry at the person. All right. So Matthew 5 verse 44 tells us that our hatred should not be towards human beings. Simple. You can hate, but let it not be towards people. Let it not be towards your fellow human being. Okay, another negative emotion that I'm going to talk about is envy and jealous, jealousy. You know, we live in a highly competitive society that even believers are competing amongst themselves. And little do they know that bit by bit, the church is no different than the world. You know, if, if, if we're going to continue living this life of competition, competition, we'll find that we're not even going to be any different from the world. I give an example. Believers are competing amongst believers, churches competing amongst churches. We have prophets competing amongst prophets where who's more powerful than what, who's what, or no, who's Oh, what, what, all that. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. And we're not different from the world if we're going to have to live that way. <laughs> so we need to have that attribute of cooperation. All right. Um, working together. 
let's talk about women. You know, you know how women today don't like working with other women. That to my phrases of, I I don't have many women friends. I don't get along with women. You know, I feel like that is a negative thing. That is so negative amongst us women. We must be ashamed of ourselves. Firstly, let's start there. We have women hating on women. We have women not wanting to be friends with each other. But that is not the attitude we should have. That is a negative emotion. No, women are difficult to deal with. And trust me, I am one of those people who would say I don't I don't like having many female friends. But to be honest with you, along the years as I have grown and gotten to mingle with more females actually I found that I've learned a lot from women and women need we need each other so the cutting off game the cutting off game guys is so bad like for me I have learned also I have learned from you you never solve anything from cutting people off the cutting off game it it doesn't work guys let's go the reconciliation way rather than the cutting off way okay so that i don't need people kind of attitude no i don't need people i'm okay by myself whatnot that is a negative emotion that there is something that is prompting you to act and be that way so as a body of believers we need to show cooperation so ask yourself why do you want these achievements? Okay, like I said earlier, the competitive um, society that we're living in, why do you want the achievements that you want? Why do you want to get that degree so bad? Why do you want to buy that Range Rover? And you know, these are, these are questions that I started to ask myself, okay? Why do I want to become so big in life? You know what I mean? Why do I want these achievements? You know, is it to show off? Is it to hurt other people? Is it to give a point, to prove a point? Is it to hurt them? You know, and I figured out that along the years, um, as I was, you know, preparing for this um, podcast, I, I realized that the reason why I wanted three quarters of my achievements was because I wanted to just show people because, you know, growing up, I was really looked down on. I was the kid that was called bully. I mean, I was the kid that was called Dao. I was bullied. I was called Dao so many times. I think I, I think I've been called Dao so many times. I was the kid that was, you know, you could you could you could point a finger at me. You could don't call at me. You could do it. And so for me, it's that kind of thing of. Um, I wanna, I wanna do more. I was the kid that was mostly compared by a cousin who's doing better in school. Why aren't you like? Why aren't you? Why don't you? Why not? I mean, and I feel like for me, to some point, it was more of like I wanna show these people what I am made of. I am made of silver. I am made of God. I am made of. I am the head and not the tail. And you know, I feel like that is wrong, guys. That's so wrong. Like, so I've, 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 I'm really challenged by this um, topic. Because now I know that that is wrong, guys. That is just so wrong. You don't do that. You don't do that. So look it, look deep within yourself. Why are you looking for those achievements? Why do you want to become someone in life? You know what I mean? That's really where now the examination of our hearts comes in. So how do you feel? Okay, when you do something good for someone, guys, or when, you, when you're working on something with someone, you're together in a group and you're so successful, you know those feelings that you have? That's what we're talking about, cooperation. So instead of being competitive, let's cooperate more. And that way, you will find that feelings of envy, feelings of jealousy, won't, they won't overshadow you. You know what I mean? They won't, they won't, they won't crowd you. You know what I mean? No, not crowd, but cloud. They won't cloud you. Yeah. So I goomed there when I said crowd. Anyway, so um, the other um, thing is anxiety. This emotion comes from 
or is an or is a result from faithlessness. It is a physical and spiritual destroyer. If we read in the book of Matthew 11, 28 to 29, Jesus knows that you get anxious. This is the book that says, cast all your anxieties or burdens on me. And you know, your faith, it has to be more meaningful. It has to be more real. So I deal with a lot. I have serious anxiety issues, guys. Like I have serious anxiety issues. You know, I'm always anxious. When I'm traveling, I'm like, oh my God, am I going to make it? You know, and, and from that births fear. So it means that I have fear in me, okay? Therefore, I get anxious. I have serious anxiety issues, but this is something that I'm, I am working on. This is something that I'm working on. Every time I get anxious, let me tell you what I do. I declare, I proclaim. Whenever the anxiety uh, issues start to come and I'm on a journey, I'm on a, on, I'm, on, I'm on a bus or a car, I just say, I am reaching. I am reaching and I, I totally rub off that bloody anxiety issue that is in my mind. So a renowned writer once said, anxiety is fear of the future. Depression is fear of the past and sadness is fear of the present. Okay. So we must guard our hearts and check them once in a while. Okay. And you know, those who are pure in heart are free from anger, jealousy, and hatred towards people. Okay, so, so long as you're pure in heart, <laughs> you are free from all these things. You know what I mean? You are free from all these things. And negative emotions can lead to depression, which will eventually lead to discouragement. That is why people are suicidal today. No matter how down you are, or no matter how unfair life is to you, don't transfer that energy or emotion to another person. You change your strategy, encourage that person. And when you do, you yourself are encouraging yourself. Okay. So when things are hard on me, and I remember things have been hard on me, you know, in terms of school wise, things were just difficult. You know what I mean? And it would find like someone comes through with a certain, with the same issue and it would be me, you know, saying, it's okay, don't give up. Okay, you know, um, for people who know me, I am very vibrant in terms of, I'm very outspoken. I'm out there. If, if, if I'm needed to preach at a meeting, if I'm needed to share something, I'm normally out there. I'm, I normally agree to these things. You know what I mean? And even if I am going through something and they maybe want me to talk about hope, when, brother, I have lost all hope, I will do that. I'm not doing that just to lie to the person, to the people that I'm talking to. No, I'm doing that because I am trying to give myself hope. I'm trying to give myself hope to be like, okay, Chris, you can, you can do this. It's okay. You can do this. So I'm encouraging myself too. So do not hate with no apparent reason, guys. This is, this is a serious matter now. Like we are now entering There are people, you know, this whole thing of, I just hate her naturally. And I'm not saying that I don't, it's not happened to me before, but I've stopped that. But I used to do that. High school, whatnot. We just find someone, you just hate that person. Like, there's really nothing they've done to you. But what? But the Bible, clearly, Jesus said in Matthew 5, to go read it. And I feel like three quarters of us hate people naturally. 5.22. Whoever hates his brother without a cause shall be endangered of judgment period so you if you hate with no apparent reason by judgment they just repent because 
definitely <laughs> there will be judgment. So that is anxiety and hatred and anger. So now we're going on revenge. Revenge is sinful. It is unhealthy. Satan always hated Jesus. It was like an uncle and nephew kind of situation or relationship. You know, Lucifer wanted God all to himself. I feel like um, Lucifer wanted God all for himself and to himself. And God was just not really up for that. He was like, nah, like, okay, like, yeah, you have me. You have a part of me. But like, look, I am a father to many. I feel like Lucifer doesn't even hate God. I think Lucifer loved God to the point that it became toxic. He didn't want anything. He, he didn't want anyone to have anything to do with God. He wanted God for himself alone. That when Jesus, you know, when, when, when he hated the fact that Jesus was always around God, I feel like it, it was that kind of thing. Because remember, Lucifer was second in command. You know what I mean? Like he was the one next to God. Like he was, he was, and I feel like that is why Lucifer really hates Jesus Christ because it's like this, this boy, he got my space. And for God, it was really the little things. For God, it was the little things. I don't think Lucifer was kicked out of heaven for something. Like the devil didn't even do something big. It was just something small. To my thing, quite pride. I think it's it it started it all went kumutu. Venzambo bora kumutu che like I'm the one. You know what I mean? Like hey, it's me. And God humbled him. I really don't think it was something huge. It was just the little things. Things like pride. Satan started to have pride while he was in heaven, knowing that he was the one in charge of the music. He was the G of the G's. You know what I mean? And God just started to observe that there was just kadiaka pride. Okay? And now he wanted to be like God. In fact, no, he wanted to be God. He, he started, I think, to think that he was the one. He could make the orders. You know what I mean? So, and he hated, he, he hated, he hated Jesus so much that he wanted to revenge. He wanted to kill him. You know what I mean? And, and, and indeed, he, he, he sort of, he entered Judas Iscariot. But he didn't know that that was actually in the plan of God. And that's one thing that Satan does not even know the will of God for your life. So it is very important that we do not seek to revenge because these are emotions that come from the devil. The devil likes it when you want to revenge because he's like, yes, feel he, he transfers his emotions to you because the, the enemy wants to revenge God. That's what he wants to do. So he wants to show, he wants to revenge Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, the devil used a woman to bring in sin into this earth, right? I'm just going to say something that I didn't even include in this podcast. The devil used a woman to bring sin. And God used a woman to bring Jesus, to bring grace, to bring what will overcome and defeat that sin. Ah, Like, if you're not amazed by that, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you don't catch that revelation, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so for me, false accusations is my weakness. Okay? And therefore, hate is established in my self-defense. So I am indeed challenged because Isaiah 53 verse 7, Jesus teaches me to be silent. Okay, basically, it's the one that talks about the, what's this quote again? 
the, the the sheep going for slaughter and it's quiet so for me like i've said when i'm falsely accused guys let me tell you this is serious like i don't like being falsely accused and i'm out there always defending myself all the time and the more i try to defend myself it's like the more it gets worse and i had these situations happening to me in high school you know what i mean and i i didn't i didn't know like i i was like oh my god like what's this like you know i'll i'll say something and i'll be falsely accused of it and you know it would be so real that i was the one who actually did it and you know the more i talk the more i try to defend myself the more distorted the situation will actually and the more shady it becomes because now people are like mm, no you're the liar you're the one i'm like no i'm trying to really defend myself here so one thing that i figured out is that from 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 me trying to defend myself from me being falsely accused i found myself growing having hate towards people i'm telling you like everyone who's falsely accused me in life let me just tell you, like i look at them and i'm like ulia ulia you know what i mean but now having to deal with this topic i've really been challenged as an individual because now i'm like mm, i have to find a new strategy if how i deal with this my family okay i've been i've been accused so many times by my family members oh no tinanvela oh no chrisley uku you know what i mean and i'm like and i'm sitting i'm like what i had some family members who accused me of being with a sugar daddy at a club and being so drunk that i couldn't say hi to them when in the actual sense i was not anywhere i was actually home and that sugar daddy they thought they saw was actually my father okay my yeah i probably they didn't know he was my dad because he's my stepdad so i'm sure they did. i don't even know what happened guys but there was just that thing and i was really trust me i was sleeping and i just get a call from my mother because i visited a friend of mine i visited my best friend at the time and i get a call i'm like oh mom's like mom was really furious like hey so i give you a chance i tell you go to your friend i tell you go visit your friend and then you're there going out to the club being with sugar daddies i'm like mom listen listen okay so for me trust me those relatives who did accuse me falsely for a moment for a minute for some time i didn't like them at all in fact i hated them I just developed kalyaka hatred filia filia you know what i mean kalya kalya mhm i was like oh wait why would they accuse me and that's for me that's a pet peeve like guys i hate it i simply hate it like i can't even hide you know what i mean but now i've been challenged that you know the more you try to defend yourself really you won't go nowhere okay just leave it be let your yes be yes and your no be no And I think over the years I've I've really learned to um change my strategy. I've been accused in school in what by my family. Sometimes you know by my mom where they'll just be like no Chrisla we know it's you. I'm like mom it's not me. And you know negative emotions can also come from all these things, not I mean. So make it an aim to stay away from negativity guys. It's, it's really not good. ever head of anchor you can get anchor app totally free on your device and start a podcast today 
Record from the comfort of your home with all required tools needed for you. Anchor also distributes episodes onto other apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, using RSST distributors. So get the Anchor app today. Okay, so it is very important that we stay away from sad or gloomy people, people who are always negative. It's also not good for you, so it's better you stay away from them. Also, do not speak doubt to other people. Don't speak sadness to other people. Don't be so negative to other people that it also affects them. It is very important that we realize that what we say to people does affect them. It can either build or break them so let's make it an aim to build other people with our words than break them so normally those who have been through the greatest trials in life and difficulties are able to bring the greatest comfort and i am so glad to say that during my week i took the time to ask people on my whatsapp what and how to deal with negative emotions and you know they gave me the most beautiful responses you know i am so glad that i asked people on how they deal with their negative emotions because i learned from them. I learned from what they had to say and what they shared. And I'm going to share just a few of what people, what they told me. So this one's from a girl. I'm not really going to mention names, guys. This one is from a female, a lady and a beautiful lady, by the way. So she told me that her negative emotions come from a place of her environment, people around her. Okay. And the other thing was her family, her parents to be specific. And the other thing was envy. Okay. So I'm just going to broaden a little bit of what she said. So comments from people. Okay. For her, it's comments from people. She says, you know, normally someone will say something bad about me. And for me that, that will bring out a negative emotion for me, you know, um, and she also said, my parents have a tendency of um, making certain comments or saying certain things, not knowing that they're breaking me, not knowing that they're not knowing that they're really not helping me, but rather they're destroying me. So I feel like, you know, and I really do agree with her. Sometimes our parents, they tend to say certain things to us that we they don't realize. Maybe they are realize it, but they don't realize that it's breaking us. It's making us a certain way. And um with what she said, also one of the uh, negative emotions is um, envy. You know, she looks at what other people have, she doesn't have. She sees what people are doing on media, social media, things like Instagram, whatnot, and she doesn't have those things. And also some, some form of negative emotion tends to erupt from her. She tends to feel jealous. She tends to see other people having what she doesn't have. That will bring in a certain emotion. And so how she says she deals with such emotions is that she stays away from social media. She tries her best to find something to do. If it's academic work, she'll keep herself busy with academic work and try her best not to keep her head wrapped up on insta to keep her head wrapped up on facebook because sometimes instagram and i'm speaking from my experience instagram makes you feel like you're not beautiful a certain way it makes you feel like you're so poor that you can't afford a certain thing you know there's so much going on and for her she stays away from it so i am very glad that um, she knows how she deals with her negative emotion and she knows what um, goes on. And this is also from another, he's a male. So for him, 
what he said was Chris Lay, you know, he's a gym instructor. He is, he's a gym instructor here based in Kitwe. And he, do, he, he does things, Yama sports, Shan Shan. He does aerobics for the women and whatnot. And what he says, Chris Lay, for me, how I deal with my emotions, my negative emotions is that I exercise. Okay. I work out and I love what he said. He said that it's in the working out that healing comes. You know, he talked about the feel good emotions, the hormones. Yeah. The feel good hormones. He said, when I am down, when I am beat down, when I start having negative emotions, and for him, he said the negative emotions, they tend to come from his environment as well. What people will say, pressure from family members, you know, and he said, I get a lot of um, attacks from people or just different things from other people that tend to discourage me. I look at my life. I look at the fact that it's hard to make a living. I am a man and there's no money. I don't have money. I'm still living in this, in this kind of house. Look at my age. You know, he sees his age, um, his, his age gap. He's reaching the gap where he's looking at friends, his friends that are making it. And he's looking at himself. I'm just a gym instructor. So he said, Chris, what I do, I work out. There's really nothing more, nothing less to say because working out, exercising, in that comes healing for me. And I was really glad that I really got to hear what he had to say about that. He also says he meditates, he prays. He said, Chrisley, in prayer, in prayer comes my peace. Therein lies the peace that I was looking for. Also, I exercise. So guys, let us remember to work out once in a while. Do something. For me, what I do, I dance. But we're not talking about me here. So I also got another, this is a female from Lusaka. And um, this is a person that I have known for a long time. And I, 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 I have seen her grow. Uh, and maybe right now we're not really as close as we were. But I have seen the woman that she's become today. And, you know, she told me that her negative emotion comes from a place of her family history or drama. You know, this is a person who is an orphan. Okay, she... She has, she has had to grow up on her own. She has had to encourage herself. She has had to fend for herself. She has had to pick herself up where things are hard and difficult. And I've seen that. You know what I mean? She hasn't had a mother. Neither has she had a father to provide for her when she doesn't have. She hasn't had a mother to call like I do, to call and say, hey, I don't have this. For her, it was herself. But one thing that she told me is, I have learned to overcome that. What I do is I switch off from people. So she said, Chrisley, I switch off from people. I tend to be alone in certain times. You know what I mean? And that is how she deals with it. She, she, she maybe shuns away from people and recollects with herself, gets in touch with her spirit, prays, reads her word. That is how she deals with those negative emotions when she begins to think about how people have been bad on her, how relatives have not been there, how she's been alone in most situations. She starts having revenge kind of emotions, which we've talked about. She starts having hatred kind of emotions, which we've talked about. For her, that is how she deals with it. She also talked about... Um, failed dreams. You know what I mean? Where you, she, 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 she probably had an ambition. She probably had a dream. She probably had something somewhere where she wanted to be right now, but it didn't happen the way she wanted it to happen. So normally in such a case, how she deals with it is she just, she just ignores it. She walks away and moves on and keeps living. And I am glad that I got to ask her exactly how she deals with her negative emotion, because probably you're listening and you have a failed dream. You have a failed, um, 
failed what what do we call it a failed plan where you're planning for something well there is someone out there she she didn't have anyone on her side she didn't have a mother nor a father she didn't have anything but she's still pushing today she has she's doing good by the way she lives in Lusaka she's doing good and probably still going through all these negative emotions but she has found a way to cope so can you and this is also from another person I wanted to say her name just now, but I'm not going to say it. She's a very influential person in Zambia. She, I'm sure y'all know her, but I'm not going to say her name. She's very influential. And I like what she told me. Um, she said, Chris Lay, um, for me, my family, she comes from a family of, they are all arts, creatives. Okay, so she said, you know, coming from a, a home, a background where everyone expects you to be a creative. For me, that brought in a certain a certain discouragement. It led to depression. For her, she was actually clinically um, depressed, where it actually led to the hospital. You know what I mean? And you know when it gets that bad, then you know that it's bad. So for her, it was that bad. She had feelings of um, insecurities. She had feelings of discouragement, where she felt she was not good enough, where she felt she was not adding up. So she was depressed for a very long time. And for her, she used to... Um, she used to do weed and drink. That was her way of coping. She would drink, she would do weed. And she told me, Chris Lay, how I am handling it right now is I have gotten a deeper re revelation of who God is to me. She said for a long time, she never went to church. For a long time, she, she stopped for a while. But she said, Chris Lay, right now, I'm jumping back into it. She says, I'm jumping back into it. I'm going back to it. I'm going back to the start. Okay, she's no longer clinic. She's no longer depressed. She's found something for herself. She actually owns a modeling agency right now. She's running it. And she's saying, Chris Lee, you know, being a boss, being a CEO of a company that big, I tend to have backlashes sometimes. Okay, I tend to be discouraged sometimes, but hey, Chris Lay, I keep pushing. That is how she is dealing with all those negative emotions, people talking, the pressure, the stress. You may be a manager out uh, right there, you're listening. You may be someone who wants to start a company and you're like, oh my God, maybe I'm too young. She is very young, by the way. She is actually a student, but she has a modeling agency and it's doing good. Okay, that even if it's not doing good, she still is the CEO. So even if things get hard, she says, Chris Lay, I keep pushing. Okay, my prayer life, it has increased. I've, 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 I've developed a prayer life for myself. She says, Chris Lee, I have, I have developed a culture of prayer. I've developed a culture which is closer to God. She said, sometimes, Chris Lee, I don't even have the time to pray. In case you're asking yourself that question. She told me, Chris Lee, I don't have the time to pray sometimes. But I talk to him in my day to day. I say, God, look, it's, it's wild right now. But hey. Let your name be praised. You know what I mean? It's And it's in these little things that, um, and how she deals with it. She also said that I journal a lot. Said, Chris Lee, I write down when I'm feeling a certain way. I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling strife. I'm feeling down. My depression wants to come back. I write down. I journal it out. You can't always be posting everything on media. In case you're out there and you post all what you're feeling to my silly things you post on the media. Sometimes have a book, have a pen, get your laptop, get your phone, go on the notes, have a diary, write down. Not everyone sometimes has to know what you are going through. And I love what she said, she Chris Lee, you know, I love to journal. I like to write a lot. So sometimes, you know, I want to put it on the media, but I can't put all that on the media. So I just, I just put it down on paper and it helps me.
so journal journal a lot journal a lot that's what we learned from our young lady and another young lady but she's based in kitwe the one i'm from talking about based in lusaka the one with the modeling agency she's based in lusaka so she was a model but now right now she's she calls herself um she a content creator so she is a boss and which is which is very good guys and she's very young by the way i wish i could say names but i'm not I'm, I, I won't i wasn't given the permission also i didn't ask if i could so this other one is a cbu student from kitwe and you know i like what she said she said chris like this is a mental game um negative emotions and everything to do with emotions is a mental game so she said i like i'm going to talk about one aspect that she talked about she talked about her grades in academics so she was a part-time student and um you know, having to write the exams, you know, there's a certain way you view yourself where she was waiting for her results to come out. And then while waiting for her results to come out, the emotions started coming. Oh my God, you're going to fail. You are a failure. You know, the negativity started to wall in like, oh my God, what I was writing, I'm probably going to fail. I'm going to what? I'm going to what? And you know, she found herself that she actually had to repeat you know, after being sure that she was going to pass, she actually repeated. It actually went so bad that she went on part-time. And after she wrote those part-time exams, it came back. Like, what if I fail again? What if I'm not as good as I think I am? What if, what if it's a D again? You know, and she said, Chrisley, how I handle all these things really is that it's, it's God. She runs to God with that. And I'm really glad that right now she's doing good. She's not complaining. She's not downcast. But she says when those things come back again, she keeps pushing herself. She reminds herself from where she's come from, from a part-time student to a full-time student. She reminds herself of what God has done for her and where he's brought her from. Amen. Amen. This is also from another. He's a man of God. He is an established man of God. He is a prophet. And I'm just going to pick one thing that he told me, which I picked from that. Okay. There was a lot that I picked, but you know, I can't say everything because the, the, the podcast is already long, but he said, um, he said something very nice. He said, Chris Lay, know the source for me, how I know where my negative emotions come from. I ask myself, where is this coming from? I'm having feelings of jealousy. I ask myself, where is this jealousy coming from? So it is very important. And I really learned, he said a lot, but, and he also quoted a verse, he quoted a scripture, um, which I'm not going to mention because of the timing. I have to mention that these four other people I have to say what they said. So, but he said, no, the source, where is this coming from? Okay. Why am I doing what I am doing? You know, and he also, one of the most significant things he said is that be real with the Holy Spirit. Be as real as you can be with the Holy Spirit. Be naked. You know, you don't have to be a Christian to talk to the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. Believing in Jesus Christ doesn't make you Christian. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was messed up. But yeah, um, I got this other one from a guy. He's also... He's also a student. Oh, no, he's actually a graduate. He was from Mulungush University. He lives in Lusaka. And he said something so significant. I'm just going to pick up a few something from what he said. And he said, Chris, the family that I come from, I come from a place where I was discouraged all the time. You know, I come from a family where they expect you to amount to something. They want you to be something. There's just... 
something is they expect too much that when you fail they point you to your they point you to your face and be like we said this person won't amount to anything so that is the family that he comes that is the background that he comes from so normally his emotions that's where they come from from that place the place of 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 discourage where you don't have enough esteem where your family your family not even your friends but your family is discouraging you your family doesn't believe that you can get that degree your family doesn't believe that you can amount to something big so remember what we said in the first segment where i was like you know you start wanting to achieve you start wanting to prove a point you start wanting to actually show them that you can and i feel like that is where our emotional um our negative emotions come from those are things that we need to now deal with because it shouldn't come from that place it shouldn't come from that place it should come from another place so he said Chrisley how I deal with those things is that you know what I just do it you know I pray I read my word and I believe in myself and that is all that he said he said a lot of things but I'm not going to really say what he said in terms of like everything because I still have three people to talk about but I love what he said I really do love what he said and I love what he's doing right now because he graduated okay he graduated we graduated together he's gra- he's a graduate now and right now he's starting up a company it's a I really don't know what it, it's, it's about, but it's a company from agri, agri, you know, technology, technology, research, research, laboratory kind of situation. And he's there, he's making his do. So I'm really happy that I got to talk to him. I'm really happy that he's doing what he's doing. So in case you are a person and you've been shut down by your family, you've been stepped on by your family, believe in yourself and don't let those negative emotions um um, make decisions for you, but rather let it influence, you know, let your, your, let your negative, um, energy or negative emotions influence your ability to make decisions. You know what I mean? Let, don't make them from a place of, of, um, don't make it from a place of, you know, your negative emotions, but just have it influence and you will see the change that will happen. I also got another um, feedback from a beautiful young girl. She's still in school. She's at Mulungush University. She's a third year. And I love what she said. For I'm going to pick one part of what she said that really, really touched me. She said, Chrisley, for me, I have anger issues. Okay, and for me, my my negative emotions, they come from anger. Someone makes me upset, Chrisley. For me, I want to beat the person. You know, I like her honesty. She says, Chrisley, for me, I want to beat that person. So you know what I do? I take walks. And that's what she said. I take walks. I take long walks because I know when I take a walk, someone will greet me. Someone will talk to me and then I'll forget about it. So that's what she said. That's how she deals with her negative emotions. Also, she said, Chrisley, I get the word. I get the Bible, I pray, I read my Bible, I go for fellowships. Said Krista, that is why I'm so involved in these things, Yak Change, because I know that way it's changing me. That way I'm learning from other people's experiences. So if you're one person and you know that you have negative emotions, you know that in find a way, find a strategy to to to, to deal with that. Okay, and I got another one from a young lady as well. I'm going to pick one thing she said. And she said, Chrisley, you know, sometimes I wake up with moods. For me, my negative emotions. And, you know, I really related with her because for me, I'm not, I'm not a morning person. I'm really not embracing the sad, but I, I'm not a morning person. Sometimes I'll just wake up and I'm just moody 
I'm just upset. Sometimes I'm, I'm just not interested to talk to people. You know, and she says, Crystal, sometimes I wake up moody. But what does she do? She incites positivity in herself. I love what this particular young lady said, but I'm not, I can't manage to say everything because obviously the podcast is already too long. So, um, this other one comes from this guy. He's a very influential person. He is a dancer by profession. He is by CBU right here based in Kitwe. And you know, he said, Chris Lay, for me, I'm going to pick one thing that really still hits me today. He said, for me, Chris Lay, um, you know, being a person of influence that he is, he has a lot of pressure. You know, many of us, we just look, hey, hey, hey that guy, that guy, but we don't know what they go through. And he said, Chris, for me, you know, I would want to, I would want to perform somewhere. And then I'll be told, no, that guy doesn't want to invite you because of Shan Shan. So there's the issue of jealousy. People are jealous of him in a certain way. People talk about him on certain things. Like he's not free to be who he wants to be because he's afraid people are going to talk bad or whatnot. Even the pressure of that comes with being a perfectionist. He said, Chris, I'm a perfectionist before I post a video you know when I'm working on a project and it doesn't turn out the way I wanted it to be for me I get discouraged for me I feel bad for me that is for me that tends to you know ruin uh, my perspective of certain things but I love what he said said Chrisley how I started to deal and cope with that I just do it you know when people talk about my outfit I keep on wearing outfits I keep on standing out. I keep on doing. I keep doing. And that is what I really love by this, what these beautiful people said about themselves. So guys, hmm. those were some of the comments that I got from or replies or responses that I got from these 11 beautiful people. I had a great time. So let us also know that all these things that I've talked about can only be attained if your heart is pure. Okay, what I'm talking about, if you're always jealous, if you're always hating on other people, you can never dispel your negative emotions. And that is why you will stay the same. When you learn to love others as you love yourself, trust me, we would be better people. All right? We would be better people. Also, be true to yourself. Be kind to yourself and be real with yourself. Stop normalizing fake smiles, okay? It's not good for your mental health. Oh no, fake smile, whatnot. I smile, but deep down I am I am sad, I am depressed, I am what? You then you don't you don't love yourself. When you're not okay, admit you're not okay to yourself and to others, but remember to not stay that way. So how do you not stay that way? You know what I mean? Talk to people about what you're going through. Talk to someone about it. Tell someone, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm feeling a certain way. Okay. Don't, don't take your emotions per media or start looking at what do you call these things? Um, my depressing quotes, my sad songs. Like I have a tendency of doing that as well. Okay, I have a tendency of, you know, I think um, a day before, on Monday, I was feeling, yesterday, I was feeling a certain way. No wonder I couldn't even record the podcast. I was feeling sad. I was feeling depressed. Like, I was just, I was just off it. And I'm like, God, what's this? Like, I was supposed to talk about negative emotions, but what's this? I was just feeling, I was in my feels. So I started going, looking for to my quotes to feed on my emotions. You know what I mean? I started looking for to my depression, quotes, what, what I screenshotted enough i started looking for two my songs i even went on audio mark i i went on depressing mixes and i just kept on listening to them like 
trying to feed my 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 emotions and for me that was like you remember in the beginning i talked about emotional resource you know what i mean and for me that was my resource i was i was resourcing from that but that shouldn't be the way and i found myself at the end of the night i found myself reading scriptures because i redirected my thoughts i said no no i shouldn't feed on this uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. I went to the word. I just typed in verses on depression in the Bible and they came. And guys, trust me, they helped me. So once you begin to have a positive attitude towards life and others, you're not always complaining about your life on your status, not always complaining about your life on your what. So that everyone knows that, okay, things are bad in that person's life. No. Okay. Accept your situation and change it. Yes, you are broke. Accept the fact that you're broke. But change that. Start saving more. Don't spend all your money on alcohol. Don't spend all your money on drugs. Save some. Have a more optimistic life. It's more like how how negative I am on relationships sometimes, especially for myself, not for others. You know, for me, you come to me for a relationship, I will give you the most, (laughs) but on myself. I've, I have reached a point where I am so, I am so discouraged. I've reached my age where I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm not optimistic about relationship for myself because I feel like there's really just no one for me. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're supposed to make your soulmate. You're supposed to, but like for me, I'm just like, okay, God, you know what? I think for me, Kulibe, because of what I have seen, most guys who want to get with me look for in me. It's not really what I want them to look for in me. It's really what they want to look for in me. And for me, I'm not up for that. So I should be more optimistic. I should be more positive about relationships, which is I'm I'm also challenged. I've also challenged myself. So I accept my situation and I change it. All right. So what will happen when all these changes, you will handle challenges more maturely you will begin to see things differently from a different angle, no matter what it may be. You will see things differently. Your friends will be seeing it left, but you will see, "Uh uh-uh. But here, you know what? Yeah, it's negative, but you know what we can do? We can make something out of this. That's how you will begin to see things when you change your perspective, when you accept and begin to change. You'll be like, okay, I want to post this depressing quote, but no, I'm going to put something more positive on my status today. I'm going to put something more positive. I'm going to put something more encouraging on my status. When you begin to do that, trust me, even the things you follow on your Instagram or your TikTok or whatever it is you're doing, the things you follow, it won't be fear my depression, if you're my anxieties, what, what. You know, for me, I don't like the whole... I accept that I'm anxious. I'm accept. No, 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 no. Begin to refuse certain things for your life. Begin to say, I am not anxious. Even when you are. And for me, I've said, even when you're depressed, begin to refuse certain things for your life. Say, no, God doesn't want me to be depressed. So I will not be depressed. You know what I mean? And you will see how things will begin to change. You're feeling a certain way. You're feeling depressed. Be like, okay, I feel gloomy. I feel moody. But look for happy songs don't look for something that will even make you more even worse you know what i mean and you and i all of us we need to change that because when i have that system when i'm depressed i just go to my i go to deezer and i just you know deezer actually has this mood thing like you can actually just when you're feeling a certain mood you can actually just 
click on it and be like, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling sad. And they'll just bring you a playlist for you. That's just sad. I'm feeling angry. They'll just bring a playlist. That's just sad. Sometimes let's, let's go the opposite way. Okay, when you're feeling happy, when you're feeling sad, just go on the happy songs and just play those songs. You know what I mean? I feel like that will help us and how we deal with our negative emotions. So it has really been long. I know it's been over an hour. It has been over half an hour. And because this was a huge topic, it was very big. And I felt like I wanted to exhaust everything that I wanted to exhaust so that I don't miss anything or anyone. And I know my podcast episodes are quite long because I really just want to digest everything. So, and I also do understand that not all of you have the time to listen to the end, but for me, it's not even about the numbers. Honestly, it's not about how many people listen for me. It's about who gets something at the end of it. So even three people, even two people, even that one person who will listen to this podcast till this time, for me, that means a lot. And not only for me, but so that you may, you understand it from the beginning beginning and and get something from it from all these three segments that i've made i'm sure you've gotten at least even one thing that has touched you and really i just wanted to to help us understand to have a bigger um our onset of negative emotions and how and why we shouldn't and we should avoid being negative so let us make it an aim to stay away from negative gloomy people people who are always negative about everything you know um one of the people that i actually asked the question told me something very interesting the man of god the prophet i told you about he told me say christy look i do not impress people at the expense of my own mental health so for example if someone is always negative trust me sooner or later it will brush on to you i'll give an example if you're dating a negative person all the time she's negative all the time she's not positive about things she's always no i don't think i'm good enough i don't think this no my boobs this no my butt this no my what i want to change this or surgery or i don't shun you know it will begin to rub off on you so if i were you such a person really is not to be found around like they are and the thing is they're not even willing to hear what you have to say about it they're not optimistic about anything they're not hopeful they've chosen to live the way they're actually living now which is depressed sad lonely those people are just like if any so chubby such people are really not good for you so if you know that you can't take up the assignment on that one please don't put yourself in anything don't put yourself in anything more complicated than it already is so thank you this was unspoken with chris lay and episode four join me next week on monday all right so these episodes are normally reproduced on monday but as i have already even explained the the why i'm doing this today so uh, my apologies on my unprofessionalism i will i will have to um keep up but like i apologize for bringing it on tuesday also the reason why i'm really apologizing is just for my consistency sake and just unprofessional because i have to be a person of integrity i have to be a person of my word so when i say monday it has to be monday so yeah anyway thank you so much for listening don't forget to favorite or don't forget to download the app don't forget to 
to just listen when I send the links again. So see you next time. <laughs>